Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies, and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Most episodes of the podcast also feature segments with the world's most prolific author on entrepreneurship, the author of Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, Surge, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Clockwork, and his newest book, Fix This Next, Mike Michalowicz. On today's episode, we are going to shoot the shit a bit. I'm classy. Uh, At least I like to think I'm classy, but I do cuss a little. And my entrepreneurial friends, it is the end of 2020. And I think we can all agree This has been a surreal and kind of shitty year. So let's get fired up for 2021 and fix this shit now. What do I mean when I talk about shit and what do we need to fix? Well, let's go through the feelings and emotions that you may have in your business right now, maybe Are you feeling frustrated? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling uncertainty? Are you feeling a bit disappointed? It's the end of the year and maybe it hasn't ended up where you want to end up in terms of your sales revenue and profit goals. Maybe you're burned out. Maybe that's the shit you need to fix. You've been working tirelessly in your business and grinding it hard and you are just worn out, which is very typical at the end of a fiscal year. Maybe the shit that you need to fix is overwhelm. All right, so let's go through that again and let's really get real with our feelings and our emotions and let's fix this shit and let's talk about some ideas on how you can fix this shit now. So frustration. What are you frustrated with? Have you not been doing what you said that you were going to do? Are your employees not doing what they said they're going to do? That can be frustration. And if that's what you're doing, then focus on how you can fix the frustration. 
Let's get rid of this shit. It's shit. You don't need frustration. Fix it. Fix this shit now. If you're frustrated, then fix it. What do you need to do to fix it? If you're stressed, what is the cause of the stress? Let's get at it, peel back the layers, and let's fix the cause of the stress. Let's fix this now. Wouldn't you like to turn your frustration into ahas and learning moments so that you're not frustrated any longer? Wouldn't you like to take that stress and turn it into laughter and be able to laugh about things instead of cry about things? If you're facing uncertainty, then let's get some certainty. If you have had your head buried in the sand, then let's pluck your head out of the sand and get some certainty, get some clarity, stop hiding from things. Uncertainty comes from when you're afraid, when you're in the dark, when you're trying to fly by the seat of your pants. So let's flip that and focus on results that give you certainty, actions that give you certainty. And if you're feeling disappointed, then let's change that into finding contentment and comfort. So let's take disappointment and change that shit and fix it to find contentment and comfort. And if you are burned out, all right, why are you burned out? What do you need to do to flip that and fix that burnout shit and make it energizing and engaging and getting things happening? Because when you're in one end of the spectrum, you, you kind of stay at that end. So I'm trying to force you to the other end of the spectrum. And if you feel overwhelmed, well, welcome to being an entrepreneur. No, just kidding. Um, yes, it's common to feel overwhelmed, but that means that you need to find ways to make things more easy and more efficient and processes and systems can help you do that as well as technology and just cleaning shit off your plate. I mean, do you really have to do it? Make sure you're focusing on what is going to give you the biggest return on you, the biggest return on your time. How are you spending your time in your business? Let's fix this shit now. We've got two weeks or so until the end of 2020. So let's go into 2021 having fixed this shit. Let's get rid of the frustration. Let's address it head on. Let's get rid of the stress. Fix it. You Don't just live in it. Fix it. Let's get rid of the uncertainty. Let's fix the disappointment. Let's fix the burnout. And let's fix the overwhelm. And now we are going to dive into the Mike Michalowicz email inbox and read some emails with y'all. So this email came in from Sarah CEO. Her last name is CEO, which is a pretty cool last name when you own a business that your last name is CEO. She owns traditional Usi Reiki master. Oh, she is a traditional Usi Reiki master teacher. Say that five times fast. And uh, she's a holistic life coach and advanced yoga teacher. Sarah said, Dear Mike, my coach recommended your book, which I got today. I read the first six chapters all at once. I opened up four of my five foundational accounts online. One more to go later this week as I need to do it in person. 
I completed the instant assessment. It was easy because I work by myself, but certainly not that pleasant, laugh out loud. Figured out my caps and my taps. I can't wait to do my first distribution on the 25th. Clarity was sobering, but also motivational. Boy, why don't they teach this stuff in school? Can't wait to destroy my debt. Thank you so much. That was from Sarah, CEO, or, or Sarah, I should say Sarah, CCO, or CEO, I guess is how you pronounce it. Wow, I think she did that in record time. She didn't pause. She just went straight for it. That's why she's a master teacher, don't you think? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So I get these emails, Danielle, like I told you, like one every 20 minutes or so, on average, 15 minutes. Um, I, I call it, they're called the, I draw the line in the sand. Cause in the book, it says, uh, if you are going to do this and you've drawn the line in the sand, you're committed, email me. And some people just say, I'm doing your system. And other people like Sarah, th they do it. Um, you know, the potential for her success is a magnitude of 10 times, 50 times. The, the fact that she set these accounts, she's intercepted her behavioral path. I assume Sarah logs into her bank accounts um, daily or weekly or monthly, minimally, to see what her bank balance is because that's what almost every entrepreneur does. And now she set up these accounts there. So even if she hasn't executed the system perfectly, every day she logs into those accounts, she'll see them, and therefore she's reinstilling the necessity to take her profit first and do the rest of the system. She didn't overthink it. She just dove in and started doing it. And that's the first step is actually doing it. I think. So many people get hung up that in their head, they feel like they've got, there's something that says, I'm not doing this right, or I want to get this right and such. And, and you have to do it in order to then perfect it and get it dialed in. It's not, it might not be perfect the first time you do an allocation, but you got to start, you got to do it. Uh, exactly. Exactly. That's the big differentiator. It's funny. I'm working on my newest book which I just submitted the manuscript last week. Um, different is better. And in all the case studies, all the tests we're doing over the last couple of years with the system that I teach in that book, it's <laughs> the only differentiator uh, between success and failure was the doing. It con it's consistent. If people do it, they see results most of the time. Um, they see favorable results. And if it's not favorable results, it just means that's a way not to do it and they seek a new one. And then the people that do nothing don't see anything. What's funny is it, it from the outside, it's so obvious, but the inside, like, I don't know why this isn't working. And then we ask, well, what did you do? And they're like, well, nothing. <laughs> it's funny. Um, that is the great differentiator between success and failure is doing and not. Yeah. I tell my kids all the time, what matters, saying it or doing it? And their response is, doing it. Doing it, mom. So just do it. Implement profit first and we'll get off your back, people. <laughs> all right. Here's an email came in from. I can't believe I struggle with all these names because my last name is so difficult. But Charles Chimileski, I hope I said that correctly, Charles, he owns virtualhousemedia.com. He's also an FAA licensed drone pilot. All right. He said, Hey, Mike, I learned of your books on the Bigger Podcast or the Bigger Pockets podcast. Excuse me. I recently started a real estate photography business and I'm embarrassed at how poorly I've managed my finances. I'm looking forward to getting on track. I'm currently reading Profit First and plan to start Fix This Next soon after. Thank you for your work. You know what caught me on this one, Danielle, is uh, how poorly I've managed my finances. And that th that was preceded with the words embarrassed. I, 
I don't know if we should be embarrassed. When we recognize that we do something poorly, I understand the sensation, but that's a actually a proudful moment. I think the ad- admission that we didn't do something right and we're committed to correcting it, I think there's nothing to be embarrassed about that. I think the embarrassment is if I say, I know I have a problem, but I'm going to continue it. I think embarrassment is probably the most common reason why entrepreneurs sort of bury their head in the sand when it comes to their financials and try to keep things uh, under cloak and not fix things. And it's really important that let that embarrassment go. What's more embarrassing is that you don't do anything about it. I mean, this is a perfect opportunity to fix this shit now. And hey, Charles is doing it. Charles is fixing the shit now. He was embarrassed, but now he is fixing it. So he's no longer embarrassed about it. Here's what came in from Jerlana Walker. Real simple, real short, but to the point. Jerlana said, I am committed to profitability. I am willing to do what it takes once and for all to become permanently profitable. You know what I like about Jerlana? She's like, I'm committed. I am committed. All in. It's not like, and she says, I'm willing to do what it takes. I think there's a difference between committed and willingness. I think that gets results as opposed to, I want, I hope, I wish. That's what I liked about her language. Jerlana is another perfect example of fixing this shit now. She's not trying. She's just going to do it. She's going to fix the shit by implementing profit first and committing to it and getting it done. All right. This thing came in from Angela Shallow. I hope I pronounced that correctly. It's S-C-H-A-L-O-W, Shallow. Angela says, Hi, Mike. Thank you for Profit First. I'm backing up to step one today and sending you this email. I don't make commitments lightly, so I originally skipped this step. I've not quite finished the book yet. Thus far, I am on chapter eight. It took a little time to find the right bank and set up the right accounts. That is done. Today, I made my transfers, my first transfers to my profit, tax, and owner's comp accounts. I'm excited for these new I'm sorry. I'm excited for this new stage of my business. Thank you for taking the time to share your knowledge. I've referred the book to dozens of others at this point. My business book club is even reading it with me. And uh, Angela owns Shallow Agency, LLC. uh, And you can check them out at uh, that website, shallowagency.com. So um, what do you think? Well, I, you know, why don't we talk about why you had that moment in the book where you challenged people to send you an email saying, I've drawn my line in the sand. It's funny. I get emails of people saying, like, I can't believe I'm doing this. This feels so awkward. And I respond saying, I totally get the awkwardness. But now it just got more awkward because I'm responding to you. You know, the reason I put that in there is I had to heighten the level of accountability. How many times have I read a book? and say, I got to do this and not do it. Or I hear something, I got to commit to it. When I tell someone else I'm going to do it, or when I have cross-accountability saying, I'm going to deliver something to you, uh, expect at such and such time, my likelihood of following through is so much greater when I commit to someone else and actually do it through action. So that's why I decided to insert this in the book, is I wanted people committing to me to do something, which then heightens their compliance with that action. 
Angela took it a whole new level. She says, I, I don't take this lightly. Most people don't. And I love it. She said, I actually didn't email you because I, I'm reading between the lines here, but I didn't know if I was actually do this. Now I'm doing this. I'm coming back to you. I'm all in. Um, that's a big deal. You do ask for the commitment pretty, pretty early in the book. I think it's like page 47. Yeah, very early. <laughs> but you got to ask for it early. Most people who read books read 10% of the books. I think it's it's 80% of readers will read about 10 to 20% of the book. They'll read the first few chapters and they'll say, oh, I got to read more of this and get shelved for lives, for their life. I get a lot of emails too from people saying, I can't believe this sat on my shelf for the last two years. I'm just getting to it now. Um, I respond to people, it doesn't matter when you get to it. The matter is that you've gotten to it and now you can't stop. That's why I asked for that early commitment to get people engaged. And if you did not get a chance to read Profit First, but you would like to be committed to implementing Profit First and you want to let Mike know, well, then send Mike an email saying that you've drawn the line in the sand and you can email him at Mike, M-I-K-E at MikeMichalowitz.com. That's Mike at MikeMichalowitz.com. I will spell Michalowitz for you. M-I-C-H-A-L-O-W-I-C-Z. And we will have that uh, spelling in the show notes. But I'm sure if you just Google Profit First and Mike, you'll get his spelling as well. But please, we'd love for you to share your email about your commitment to drawing a line in the sand. All right, this next one came in from Savannah Schiavo. She owns confidencewithsavannah.com, spelled S-A-V-A-N-N-A.com. Real short and sweet. says, doing this profit first thing, hell yes. Thank you, Mike. You know, it's funny. It's just just so cool to hear a listener, a reader, just committing and uh, the enthusiasm. So that email just lit me up. Well, Savannah, yes, hell yes. In fact, you are going to be fixing some shit and that is awesome. And clearly you are committed. Which brings me to an email that we received from the Profit First Nation website. And this was from Steve. And um, he actually was signing up to access our resources online. So we do have a bunch of free resources for you, allocation calculators, uh, show notes, et cetera. And um, there is a question that you can answer if you'd like. And one of the questions is, how can your Profit First Guide, Danielle Mulvey, better serve you? And Steve, in his response, said to use Profit First to come back from the edge of the abyss of debt. No profit and no owner's comp. Oh my goodness. When I saw that, my heart just sank. And so um, I just happened to like be in my email at the time and it forwarded to me and popped up. And so within minutes, I uh, emailed Steve back and said, hey, I'd love to help you out. Why don't we set up a call? And it was funny because he was then surprised that I actually emailed him back since most things are automated and 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 such. So, um, and he said, at first I was thinking, uh, why? But then I just said, why not? I just need to do this. And so he did take advantage of me offering him 
uh, a free call. And it was, I think, more beneficial to me. And I think it's going to be more beneficial to you than, than, than for him, because I just want to share with you what he shared with me. So in less than two weeks of reading Profit First for the first time, Steve has read Profit First not once, but twice. He has opened all of his foundational allocation accounts at his primary bank. He has opened his profit hold and tax accounts at a very inconvenient bank. And I didn't ask, but I have never heard or seen an expression, because we did this over Zoom, like his when he said inconvenient bank. It seemed like he traveled 3,000 miles to open them, which again just proves his level of commitment. He has already completed his instant assessment. He has completed the expense challenge. Now, he said he didn't quite get to a 30% reduction, but wow, he did have measurable results in reducing expenses. And when you reduce expenses, what does that do? That increases your profitability. Not to mention, Steve also, in his words, immediately increased his margin by 5 to 7%. Oh my gosh, he's already nailed it with the first two things, the only two things that increase profitability, decreasing expenses and increasing margin, and he has done it out of the gate. And he's already done his first allocation in less than two weeks of reading Profit First for the first and second time. Plus, God bless him, he was up to episode number 22 of this podcast when we spoke. That is commitment. And you know what? I'm not saying, please, please, please don't go back to episode one if you didn't start there. You're fine just jumping in where you are and and keeping going with us every week. But Steve's level of commitment is there. Steve is going to succeed. Steve has turned his desperation, really his frustration, the shit, and maybe some unfairness. He's turned that into a fire in his belly and has become a fully committed and determined entrepreneur who will do whatever it takes to turn his business into a profit-generating machine. So what is the shit that you need to fix? Do you have a mountain of debt that you just need to get rid of? Well, Profit First can do that for you. Are you frustrated that you have not been paying yourself owner's pay regularly, a regular salary? Well, let's fix this shit now with Profit First. Are you stressed that you don't have cash in the bank? You don't know how much money you have on hand to pay expenses or to cover payroll? Well, my friends, Profit First will fix this shit now for you. And if you have uncertainty, guess what? Profit First will give you certainty. You just have to implement it. And if you were disappointed about where 2020 is ending up, in terms of your profit and how much cash you have in the bank to correlate to that profitability, well, guess what? Fix this shit now and implement profit first so that you are not disappointed at the end of 2021. 
And if you're feeling burnout and overwhelm, Profit First is a simple system. It doesn't take much. It takes a little effort, but that little effort will pay off and return to you cold, hard cash in the bank that you can call profit and take as a profit distribution. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friends. Hey, I hope Profit First is serving you. I hope your business is more profitable than ever before. And I don't want you to miss a single tip. Subscribe right now. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.